Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Wednesday, June the 16th, 2021. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, null which means having no legal force or significance. Null. Hope everyone is enjoying their uh, hump day. Midweek swing. Work week is almost over. Yeah, for most of us. And, of course, hey, Father's Day, Father's day is coming up also. So, hope everyone enjoys their Father's Day and the rest of the work week, if I could say that in one sentence, man. Well, it looks like uh, President Biden and Vladimir Putin, which is Russian's president, are scheduled to meet today to discuss some topics. And of course, number one on that list has to be those hackers, which all appear to be coming out of Russia. That has to be the top of uh, the, the, the top of the list of the conversation. But, uh, you know, just, just like I say, this is politics. I don't expect any anything to come out of that. I mean, how many times have we all sat around and watched president after president meet with uh, different dignitaries and, and, of course, Russian dignitaries and, and officials? And it's just a bunch of nothing. Nothing ever happens. But like I said, that that those hackers has to be the topic of conversation because they are coming out of Russia. But Putin really hasn't said anything about them no more than, yeah, he knows they're coming out. They're working on it. But, hey, it's politics. Hell, many have said that uh, maybe Putin, those are Putin's uh, guys is sending them out like drones. Well, he's doing, you got to say, he's doing a fair, they're doing a fairly decent job of disrupting everything from gas to um, the meat processor and and just a bevy of others that they've traced back to Russia and those hackers. Well, either way, we'll see what happens. Let's, uh, let's move on here uh, to some somewhat sad and disgusting news, I got to say. It appears a Georgia grocery store cashier is dead after being shot by a customer when she simply asked him to put on a mask. He, in turn, left the store after the argument and came back with the gun and shot her, killed her, shot another grocery store employee. That grocery store employee was grazed by the bullet, got in a shootout with an off-duty uh officer that was doing security. The officer is in stable condition right now. The suspect or perpetrator is, um, he, I guess he's still in the hospital, really haven't said anything about him. And how they apprehended him, <laughs> this, 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 uh, this coward, let's call him a coward. That's what he was. The, the police were able to uh, arrest him on, on the scene because he was crawling out of the store after he had the gunfight, the gunfire exchange. I mean, I, I still don't understand. This is just me. And I and I understand everyone's right, like I've always said, to uh, 
wear a mask or not wear a mask, but I, I just don't understand how it could come to this over a simple thing as a face mask. If you're upset, that upset about wearing a face mask, do one of two things. Stay in the house or argue with your state legislators. Why are you arguing with a cashier at a grocery store that's doing a job? Hell, she's not even a member of management. She doesn't make these decisions. She just has to carry them out. And you got so hot and upset and bothered that you in turn, <laughs> you in turn, went and got your car, went, went to your car, got your gun, and came back shooting. Ooh, big man, coward. That's a cowardly act to shoot someone because they ask you to put on a face mask. And incidentally, there's another video that took place in Seattle, Washington. Uh, same thing, argument over a face mask. Employee asked the customer to put a face mask on. He felt as though he did not. And they came to physical blows also. Grown people, wow. Uh, if you could call them that, it seems like it's a bunch of kids, a bunch of drunken college kids, frat boys. You, I, I, I just don't understand. I can't get it. Don't want to get it. You, 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 you shot someone, killed them for them asking you to put on a face mask when you come into an establishment. I mean, really? Yeah, really. And it's going on all, all around this country. You know, I can remember I, I had, um, when all of this nonsense started with, you know, everyone wearing face masks, you know, like I said, I, I work in retail and, and a, a customer came in, didn't have on a face mask. I I, I asked him, I said, well, you know, uh, sir, you need a, told him, sir, you need a face mask. Do you need one? He told me, no, he wasn't going to wear it. Fine. Have a nice day. Continue shopping. Not going to get into it with anyone over a face mask whether you believe it's for your own protection or whether you believe that it's a violation of your rights. Hey, what's in your mind is in your mind. There's nothing I can do. I asked you, you told me no. And then you stood there and looked at me as though you were ready for a verbal altercation. Uh, let me tell you a little something about Stephen here. <laughs> Stephen doesn't do the verbal altercations with adults. I don't even argue with my own kids. I don't go back and forth with human beings. Not my thing. I don't have an ego. I don't have any foolish pride or what have you. Not my thing. I don't go back and forth with humans. I just don't. And I'm not. If I ask you, you tell me no, fine. Have a nice day. Continue doing what you're doing. I have my mask on. Bottom line, I have my eyes on. Don't care about your little political stand, don't care about your little social stance, could care less, not going to go back and forth with you. I'm not wired that way. Long short of it is, I can have a short fuse. And let me just say, I'm not a badass, but if that were, to, if it ever happens that you, you feel as though when I ask you and, and 
and you feel as though you physically have to put your hands on me or attempt to put your hands on me, it's not going to end well for you. It's just not. That's just me. Enough of that. Let's move on here. Um, praying for that 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 cashier's family, that that young lady's family, because that's just sad, sickening, makes no sense whatsoever. Cowardly act. Bottom line. Coward. Murderer. Lord help us. Well, like I said, let's move on here. It looks like Black Lives Matter finds itself in the hot seat. The 501c3 nonprofit organization is coming under fire from right-wing groups, some civil rights activists, and also some of the family members of those people that were killed by law enforcement around the country that they were supposed to be rallying and protesting against the police brutality and the racial disparities in this country. Now, in February, Black Lives Matter Foundation announced that the organization had raised more than $90 million in racial justice protests. This is where it starts. Money is flowing, and now people want to know what you are doing with the money. Hmm. Now, what has happened? The co-founder of the organization has resigned to pursue other endeavors. And also there's a chapter president in Minnesota that resigned after he says he learned the ugly truth about the activist group's priorities. Now, the co-founder resigned like I said, to pursue other uh, endeavors. She has a, a, a book coming up. She has a television developmental deal for highlighting black stories with Warner Brothers. Hmm. Okay. All right. Now, as it relates to the co-founder, the finances came under attack after it was reported by a, a, a newspaper that she owns four homes. One is in an exclusive part of California that she purchased for $1.4 million. And she has a modest custom-style ranch home in Georgia. Like I said, they're saying she owns four, but they're horning in and focusing on these two. Now, when the story broke, Facebook banned users from sharing the story by citing privacy concerns. Hmm. Okay, you're in the public eye, whether you're a, a nonprofit or not. You're, 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 one of their things was uh, the racial disparities and, and, of course, that wealth income gap between the rich and the poor. Uh, wow, how did you afford a $1.4 million home? And the reason why they're asking how she afford, how could she afford that $1.4 million home is because... Well, Black Lives Matter back in April announced that the co-founder had only earned $120,000 between 2013 and 2019. Yeah, that's a, 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 not a bit of a stretch, but a huge stretch right there. I mean, how do you afford that $1.4 million home in another in uh, Georgia, what they termed a custom style ranch home and two other homes? Now, as for the founder of the Minnesota chapter, 
He resigned after discovering, like I said, what he termed the ugly truth about the organization. Apparently, the organization wasn't too concerned about uh, rebuilding the black family. Uh, let me stop right here. Uh, if I, if you have never went on that this foundation's website, Black Lives Matter, and you're running around wearing the T-shirts, got the signs in your yard, and, and you're saying, yeah, you support Black Lives Matter, and you never went on that group's website and read that manifesto, um, you, you get out of your feelings and get out of your emotions and do some research. I always tell people, do your own research because I've always questioned Black Lives Matter because my thing was, one of the things I had, where did you come from? Who's supporting you? How are you getting around the country if you're just supposed to be one organization that's fighting racial and disparity and injustice as it relates to Black America, but you guys show up at every protest. You aren't working, obviously. Sounds petty, but come on now, let's think about it. You aren't working. Who's supporting you? Who's backing you? All right, let's move on. Like I said, I've always had a problem with them. Just never publicly said it because I, I, I mean... Now you're going to see, you're going to hear a tale from this gentleman who was in the organization, and rightfully so, because he's saying that they weren't too concerned about rebuilding the black family, as he team termed it, is its lack of caring about education. Now he's saying that if the organization truly wanted to build a strong black community, what happened was they were in the Black Lives Matter was in support of a moratorium on charter schools. As we all know, charter schools is an alternative for many black families to send their kids to school to get that quality education that they're not getting in public schools. Hmm. Moratorium on charter schools. Maybe, just maybe, one of their supporters or financial backers didn't want them to support those charter schools. Gee, you think, like I said, where did you come from? Who's funding you? Now, he went on to say they were against the traditional nuclear family and teachers unions. Now, if you're saying to yourself, why is he horn in on education? Because he, he's a black male whose father died at the age of two. There goes that family reorganization of the family thing. He won't, hey, you, you got to horn in on the black family, just like you said. How are you going to have that strong foundation if you don't horn in and, and build that black family foundation? Now, he says he was the first in the family to get a college degree and a master's degree in education. So, hey, he's an educator. Now, the Black Lives Movement, they supported that moratorium in this area of uh, Minnesota. I mean, just like he asked, how can they say that Black Lives Matter if you're not interested in building that Black mind? And you're not too fond of the traditional Black nuclear family. That's, on, that's in that manifesto. It just is. It doesn't take a, a rocket scientist to figure out what they're who they are and what they're about. Now, as you, as I said earlier, some of the family members of those that they were um, protesting in support of after they had been killed by the police and, and 
and and the, the injustice of it all. Brianna Taylor's mother has came out in, in, a, in a Facebook post. She flat out called them a fraud. Said they were they were frauds. Apparently, she said that that local chapter in uh, Kentucky, where she's from, Louisville, I believe. She said she walked into a meeting. No one knew who she was. No one acknowledged her. Hmm. Doesn't. <laughs> I mean, hey, I got to be honest with you. And also Michael Brown's father. We remember Michael Brown, who was killed by uh, police in Missouri several years ago. He flat out asked, where is all the money going? Haven't You haven't done anything for the foundation in that area also, or the Mike Brown Foundation. He's had, they says they have little to no contact with the family. Now, if you're saying to yourself, man, they got $90 million and they got all these chapters thrown throughout the country, what's going on? What's up? Now, what's been reported also is what some of the chapters, the local chapters in these different uh, areas are reporting that only last year, were they able to apply apply for a $500,000 grant from the Black Lives Matter Foundation? Wow. So, all right. This, uh, let me get this straight here. Uh, you have a co-founder that purchases uh, or has four homes and she resigns and now she's going on to a book and TV deal. You have a gentleman in Minnesota that was the chapter head. He resigned because what he terms of their interest in rebuilding or building up the traditional black family and education. And then you have local chapters or Victims of police brutality that are saying they have little to no contact with the organization, even though their family members' faces are plastered all over the place with Black Lives Matter. And also some of the chapters are now reporting that they were just last year allowed to apply for a $500,000 grant. I got to be honest, just like Michael Brown's father, where's the money? Where has the money been? Oh, boy. It's not looking good. If you add one and one together, you're always going to get two. You know, when I was younger, very young, uh, I can remember my mother going to church or we going to church one Sunday. And there was a, a certain push at that time for a uh, nationally known black activist in his run to start an organization and, 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 and what have you to fight racial this in disparities or what have you. And there was a collection going around the church. And I can remember my mother, oh, this lady here, saying to me, if ever you go anywhere and someone tells you they can fight your fight or they understand your pain, your woes and your sorrows, and they can fight it for you and they can speak emphatically and then they turn around and ask you for money. Hold on to your wallet. Get up and get out. It's a hustle. And that's what appears Black Lives Matter is. 
I'm sorry, it just is. Whenever you're an activist, and it's just like a politician to me, how do you go into being a politician or an activist dead broke and then you come out filthy stinking rich? How much are they paying you? I think they're paying you more than that 120000 that they said. You never, like I said, my mother always said, you never allow anyone to speak for you. You speak for yourself. And then the gentleman uh, that headed the chapter in Minnesota, sounds like he found out. I think a lot of times when you join or you think about joining these organizations, you really need to do your research. Because chances are you're going to discover, hey, they don't have my best interest at heart. Or in this case, the best interest of the race. I guarantee you we're going to find out a whole lot more about this organization. And just like it says in that manifesto on that group's website, they don't care too much about nothing about the traditional nuclear family. When I say traditional nuclear family, I mean male and female, husband and wife. That's not their thing. It just isn't. I don't. I think a lot of people that had those Black, Black Lives Matter t-shirts and those signs in their yards and all that were attending that rally, those rallies and protests, I really don't think you researched and looked at the organization as a whole. Because had you, chances are you wouldn't be there. I think a lot of people say, well, I don't support the, the Black Lives Matter organization. I support the movement. No, you can't do that. If you're supporting that movement, you're supporting that organization. Because that organization clearly spelled out what they were for and what they were against. And now it's showing. That gentleman and in Minnesota that resigned once he found out they were a, 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 a warrant for charter school. They supported the moratorium on stopping that. Like I said, we all know that, that those charter schools are an alternate alternative educational source for many black families that feel they're not getting it in public school. So how can you not support it if you truly and truthfully care about black lives? It's more than one way to skin a cat. And charter schools aren't that bad, if you ask me. I do think they're a great alternative source from public schools. We all know public schools just don't, they just don't foot the bill. They don't do too well. We can't afford the private schools, so a lot of parents send their kids to the charter schools. How can you not support that if Black Lives Matter? If Black Lives Matter, how can you not support families, male and female. And I understand, we, we, you know, a lot of people will say, well, that's not the traditional family anymore. And, you know, the, the, there's there's those that are the, of the same sex. Get that, got that, understand that. But don't discredit that male and female race relationship in order to prop up your own personal agenda. Like I said, I often question Black Lives Matter because as I asked someone a while back, where did they come from? I can remember they came from right at the end of President Obama's presidency. They just popped up. I always thought there was something off about that organization. And 
just like I said, hey, when money starts exchanging hands, nonprofit or no nonprofit, people are going to get greedy and needy. You raise $90 million, there's a lot of people's hands in the, in the, uh, <laughs> in the cookie jar. I mean, really? Four homes. One in an exclusive part of California that you purchased for $1.4 million. Mm. Hey, everyone has a right to make their money the best way they can, but don't make your money under false pretenses. Because just like I told you about that story about my mother and that certain... um, activist, civil rights activist that was raising money for his organization. Years later, it came down the line. He himself was dipping into the cookie jar for his own personal benefit. Sounds like we're back down that road again. If I could say anything to Black Americans, stop relying on organizations or, or civil rights groups to fight your plight. Go fight it yourself. You have a brain and you have a mouth. Some of you, I know you are able to articulate oh so well as it relates to your own welfare and personal being. Maybe that's what these politicians need to see. Maybe they need to see you as an individual coming to their office and raising holy hell, telling them about themselves rather than these self-appointed activists. Another question I have is when when these uh, activists appear, who holds the the meeting to determine that they are the spokesman? I missed that memo. I often miss that memo. Who's sitting around and saying, hey, you're it. You're going to speak for the entire black race. No, you're not. You can't speak for me. I can speak for myself. Don't need any help. Don't want any help. I don't need help navigating the political and social uh, landscape. I know how to tell my plight better than anyone walking the face of this earth. And that would be the one thing I would say to many uh, black Americans. Stop relying on people to, to, to help you out. Get up off your you know what and get stand on your own too. straighten that backbone out and handle it. These organizations, these activists, they have their own agenda. It's to better and further their own self, not the cause, not the movement, but to put themselves out there. It has been shown time and time again. And here it is once more. So what are you going to do? Sit back and wait for the next meeting so there can be another one appointed and you can miss that memo. And then when it comes out that they are, you know what? Oh, well, I didn't know. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I, I've always had a problem with Black Lives Matter. And now it's showing. These aren't right-wing organizations or Black civil rights activists or, or some random disgruntled former a- employee. These are truths. People are asking questions. Where is the money? Because those local chapters aren't getting it either. They were only allowed to apply, apply for a $500 grant. 
I guess there are some accounting practices when you have these nonprofit organizations. I guess the Fed still want to know where you're giving the money to. So you, you, you apparently held on to the point where you built 90 million. And all of a sudden you started saying, hey, you can apply for a $500,000 grant. Huh. Wow. Just wow. Like I said, get up off your, you know what, and do for yourself. Because these organizations and these activists, man, they are running a hustle. It's a hustle. Just like that, that the gentleman said in Minnesota, how can you be for the black family if you're discrediting, discrediting education? And that's one of the foundations. It is. It just is. That was that's what builds the mind and education. And you're not in favor for it. And we all know about public ed- education and how it relates to African Americans. It's not cutting it, but you choose to discredit an alternative form to that. That has helped many kids, I might add. Just has. All right. Well, (laughs) that's all for me today. And I just want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Verbal, and WordPress. I'll see you guys Sunday, Father's Day, for the live I see over on YouTube. This is Stephen Carnegie for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.